The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 338. I am one of your hosts, alongside the host with the most, Damon Hatfield. Scoop! Scoop! How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming. How are you? Thank you for having me. We had a long week at PAX, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit. PAX was fun. Yep. Then, in our ever-rotating third chair, the one and only Brian Albert. I thought you would give me a cool name. Well, you know what? Brian I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, Albert is a cool new name? guy. Oh, the beyond, guy, Greg. The guy who's never beyond. appeared in a podcast beyond. Oh, I didn't even open with beyonds. I'm rusty today. Yeah, everything's sorry. out of everything's out of everything's out of whack. See, I don't have a name here yet. I was have you? What do you want? Your, yeah, we've never. I've never had an intro on you or anything. Have we never done a conversation together? And I've never. I didn't I call you like so. the dark albino there. Or Some something? people are calling me the king of fitness, but that's the not king of fitness. Yeah, king of fitness. Why the because fuck is anyone calling you that? All the fitness games. Oh, that's true. I think Chuck is probably more fit. Than I you, right? do too. Yeah. And then Strong Brian was going around, but like Chuck strong was Brian. the strongest Ooh, I don't, guy. I don't but mind. But I don't mind like... Strong Brian. That's actually a good name. <laughs> strong Brian. Uh, strong Brian Albert. Well, no, we don't say Strong Brian. Bri- we don't give you the Albert part. You're a Strong well, Brian. Why don't we just call him Prince, Prince Albert? Prince Albert. That was yeah. actually a high school nickname. Yeah. Okay. And then I learned what that was. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Prince so much. Albert in a can. Well, it's also it was cigars for a long time. It's also right? a piercing. Yeah, I know it's a piercing with through your penis. I'm aware right. of that as well. Okay, That's, I'm, all right. so we like Prince though. That's what we're gonna do, Prince Albert. For now, we call him the Prince Brian Albert. Reserving the right to change it in the future if we come up with something better. Sure. All right, this here is we developing. go. Developing. Right, well, no, <laughs> beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 338. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the host with the most, Damon Hatfield. Scoop! And we call him the prince in the ever-rotating third chair, <laughs> Prince Brian Albert. Beyond. No, it's just Prince Albert. Prince Albert? Well, then what, what, how do I get to his full name? Oh, so it's Brian Prince Albert? You want me to put it in the That's middle? way worse. Anyway. All right, this is a developing situation, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Thank you for sticking with us here on Podcast Beyond, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet, IGN's weekly PlayStation podcast that posts every Tuesday as an MP3 on the podcast service of your choice, and then, usually, over on Wednesday, we post it as a full video, then video breakouts throughout the week. So glad you guys could come here. Thanks I'm for so glad me. to be Colin here. Colin Moriarty, not here. He's a regular on the podcast. Yeah, where is he today? He is off seeing a special game that he has not tweeted about. He's not tweeted what he's seeing. However, he has tweeted that he's reunited with Jeff Rubenstein at whatever, wherever he is, whatever he's doing. Well, he's at Microsoft. Exactly. So that is all sorts of questionable, huh? Mm -hmm. Confirmed. Mm -hmm. Colin's going to work at Microsoft. No, I don't think think it's We're happy to announce this here (laughs) on Podcast Beyond. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The world is shaking once again. Um, Brian, we were gone all weekend. Yeah. So what do what do we miss? Do you have what is and forever will be the Roper Report? Yeah, I do, right here. Time for some news. Brian, now Brian Altano screwed with you before the show. He did, and tried to convince you that the Roper Report jingle had changed. Sure, they're making me all nervous. See, yeah, I listened to Beyond for like four years now. Yeah, I'm not not this new guy. You're not some. You're not some. Then Brian was like, "It's da 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 da," and I was like, "No, you don't mess with me." That's the McDonald's. That's the McDonald's jingle. There are seven items on the rope report. Ooh. I had to chop that down. There's a lot of big news this week. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Let's start with this number one here. Okay. You can, you can lower that arm. It yeah. seems like that uncomfortable. I was trying to, yeah. Strong, Brian. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> Global sales of infamous Second Son exceeded over one million copies within the first nine days following launch, according to Sony Computer Entertainment Australia. Surpassing Oi. one million units. Oh, a lot of them <laughs> units we sold over here, Gavin. <laughs> Surpassing one million units in a week cements this as the fastest selling installment in the infamous series. Wow. Wow. Did you play it yet? I haven't yet. You well, I, I played bitch. a few hours of it. I haven't finished uh, it yet. How many PS4s are out there now? 
What it was, was the last like five million? Yeah, something like that. They went crazy. So I it was even only a fifth of PS4 fifth owners of? picked up Infamous. Yeah, that's that still seems pretty good, right? Is, it? Is that coming? In, who, who, well, that's what PlayStation put out, so that's including their de- digital downloads. It says one million copies worldwide. Okay, okay, interesting. It's good numbers mm-hmm. though. Yeah, Infamous. not bad for not IP there on the PlayStation Four. Damon, you played Infamous. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I was liking it. Oh no! What happened? Ooh. Until that uh, that angel boss fight. Ah, I, just, I don't. I don't know what's going on, but spoilers, I don't care. Oh, okay. That, no, a, I mean, it's just a boss fight before just, you... Okay. There's a boss a major fight. Boss. It's yeah. really obnoxious. It's like, really difficult? Very poor. It's just annoying. Okay. Uh, so I, I just sort of, like, quit playing, and I haven't been back to it since then. Right. Because a game called Hearthstone exists. <laughs> and now there doesn't need to be any other video game in the world. We can just close up shop? Yep. It's over? Wow. Done. I did play it on iPad. You, and yeah. I, this is what I... I want you to know how, what, what okay. through my head today. Okay. I woke up today, and I was getting on the Muni. And I knew I'd be riding the Muni home. And I was like, what if Hearthstone comes out while I'm at work? So I put the iPad in my bag just to be covered. I want <laughs> to be ready to go. My bases are covered. So That's as soon as it goes on the App Store, I'm ready. Games come out on Thursdays. That's I asked, When I got here today, I had to go ask Justin Davis yeah, how the so. I, iPhone store we, works. Uh, we expect it'll be out this Thursday. Okay. All right. Midnight, midnight Wednesday. Number two. Uh, so I think the, on the last Beyond, there was the, the Last of Us PS4 was like a rumored thing, right? Yeah, maybe. I think so. Maybe. Time, time the is news weird. came out last week, so. Yeah. Anyway, no. uh, The Last of Us Remastered now has new details. It's Woo! confirmed. It's confirmed. It's here. Well, it's not here yet. Um, so, the according to. I guess I don't have a source. Anyway, The Last of Us will run <laughs> at 1080p. Says. Someone in Sony said <laughs> according this. According to Sony. It'll run at 1080p, quote, with a list of upgrades including high resolution character models, improved shadows and lighting, and upgraded textures, along with even more improvements. End quote. It also includes a director's commentary for cinematics, the Left Behind expansion, and two map packs, all for $60. Nice. That's mm-hmm. not too shabby at all. Yeah, now, I'm Damon. Play, I'm going to play that on PS4. Did you play it? You didn't play it the first time around. I played about half of it. Okay. Have you? Do you know how it ends and everything? Nope. No, you haven't been spoiled. Wow. No. Nice do you know anything about the, Left Be- the DLC? Nope. That's okay. why I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to get the whole big experience. You're going to jump right in and get a whole bunch. That's awesome. I'm going to play it again. Like My thing with The Last of Us was I played it the first time. Finished it and felt very Walking Dead about it in the way of like that was my playthrough. Those were my experiences. I don't want to play it again. Yeah. I don't want to go for the platinum. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But then when I played the DLC Left Behind, that got me back into man. That was fun. I would like to replay that. And then luckily this came out and got announced. Ooh. So I'm like I'm down. A whole bunch of other people are. But Christian Raul from Oslo writes in and says Beyond Beyond. Is Oslo. it? <laughs> That's what catches you. <laughs> I like that. Beyond. Uh, is it possible? That Naughty Dog began development on The Last of Us PS4 because they are having trouble with the development of the next Uncharted. No. I just don't see Naughty Dog as a studio that usually dwells on previous efforts. I know that they initially dismissed people's fear of delays after Amy Hennig left, but my mind, in my mind, this looks suspicious. Will Uncharted be at E3? So first and foremost, no. I don't think that this is like, man, Uncharted sure isn't coming along. Let's remaster The Last of Us. <laughs> no, that's because... They have this opportunity now. There's new consoles out uh, to remaster last generation's best games and release them again and make money again. And then, like I just said, I'm going to play Last of Us on PS4, and I'm really excited for it. I think they understand that 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 missed opportunity, right? And the fact that there are so many people who... missed opportunity? Xbox One, last generation. Whatever you want to look at lifetime sales, right? People, I think, were more inclined to play Xbox games. And so a lot Mm. of PlayStation 3 exclusives slipped through the cracks. And so one reason why I didn't finish it is because I didn't own own a PS3 at home. Yeah. Uh, I actually borrowed yours to play through it, and then you need it back for some reason, and I just never... Right. And then you never got back into it, and you're like, I don't want to play my PS3. But now I've got a PS4. Yeah. Yeah, It's like... And I and need I think, stuff to play on it. And I think that's total. I think that's why you're going to see, like we've talked about on the show before, an Uncharted collection is inevitably coming, right? You're going to see all these, again, HD, remake, mm-hmm. whatever, repackaged, remastered mm-hmm. things put out because they know there's an audience now of people who are new because PlayStation 4 is ahead right now. So. I think it's great. I played uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, loved it. I, you know, Even though I'd already played through the right. entire game, I played through it again and loved it all. Yeah. Like, give me like like Dead Space Definitive Edition. You know? right. Give me Batman uh, Arkham Asylum Definitive Edition. I'll play played. all these games again. And see, that's <laughs> Seems like another no-brainer, right? As far as the collection, right? Especially if you have WB Montreal, who now knows the Arkham universe and how to make those games. Give mm-hmm. them those, you know, Arkham uh, Origins. Give them, or oh, they already made that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or give them the two Arkham games that yeah. were the Rocksteady games: Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. Put it in a, a PS4 collection, Xbox One collection. Put it out right before Arkham Knight and have it go. Yep. But and I, the thing with the Last of Us PS4, right, is 
I think that they were already running two teams at the time. Like they, not that I got used to that flux as far as one of them was working on a chart of them, one was working on this. They, you know, people come and go, but I guess it isn't that hard for them to jump out and do right to remaster it and do this. It's not like Doesn't Tomb Raider, which did do a whole bunch of new physics stuff and you know her her ponytail and whatever all these different <laughs> her things. Her ponytail. But then they to jump the other one, will Uncharted be eighty three? I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. If if it is, it won't be much. It won't be like a huge blowout. Like mm-hmm. like here it is. It's playable on the show. Just floor. like a quick like yeah. Logo I mean, and there was that screen. There was just that play. that teaser trailer right before launch. Yeah. yeah. So they may have like a cinematic trailer to show. Yeah. But I I wouldn't expect more than that. I would think at, yeah at best you're getting a 15 seconds of gameplay and maybe a trailer. reveal of like what the game is. Right. Yeah. They just Uncharted, said Uncharted colon, colon whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they confirm that Drake's, Drake's Drake's there. Blah blah. Drake's. Unhappy business trip, something like that. <laughs> Drake's on a plane. They lost the guy that makes the Drake's names. on a plane. Is that a joke that's already been made? <laughs> yeah, that's been made. Okay, okay, that's, that's, that's really good. Sorry, that's really yeah, good. No, that's not. That's, that oh. kicks around a lot. Um, I think, for me, I think that they wouldn't have done anything at E3 this year normally, but I think they need damage control right now. And the fact yeah. that Amy's so, gone and there was all this hubbub about it, Justin's gone, and it was like what, like the two people that when they announced the game in December, right, when they said, hey, here it is, this is our trailer, these are the two people who are working on it, and you don't have to worry about it, and then sure. they're gone, and now people are like, what is Maybe going on? Maybe some confidence on? to shake it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, were just, we were just yep. at PAX, right? Yeah. Sony wasn't there. Right. They didn't even show up. Because Sony doesn't really have anything announced coming up, right? Yeah. So... They had a little PlayStation Worldwide booth that I think was more of the developers coming together that were just selling T-shirts and be like, yeah. "Hey guys, we're here and stuff." So it that- will be very interesting to see what they show at, at E3. Yeah. Like, what does what does Sony have? What what's a big first party game coming to PS4 besides The Order, which people are kind of and I don't think I, we, me, I don't think it's going to make it. Colin, I know doesn't. Well, think it's Sony make did it reveal another game recently. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did, Greg. Uh, SOE President John Smedley revealed the new free-to-play MMO H1Z1. I've sort of I've taken to calling it Heezy. Heezy? For Sheezy? Heezy yeah. for Sheezy. How do you, is it supposed to be pronounced H1Z1? I think because so, it's so. like H1N1, the I flu it's virus. Heezy. It's a zombie virus. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, it's okay. a massively multiplayer game. And <laughs> <with> players... <laughs> my opinion, just 180 on this game. <laughs> I thought it was stupid as hell. Uh, players fight for survival in a world where death is the only sure thing. The H1Z1 virus devastated mankind. And so there's no more taxes then. Right. Yes. There's only two things certain in life, right? Death and taxes. Death and taxes. That, was, that was the joke I was making. Thanks. Um, Jokes. <laughs> Jokes. We got them on Beyond. Podcast Beyond. <laughs> uh, so the, the one thing they were careful about. So this whole survival zombie thing has never that, been done before. Never, ever been done before. Yeah. Except like Rust. Minecraft, Daisy, Daisy Rust. Daisy, Minecraft. Uh, so it's trying State to set itself apart from that with uh, worlds that can hold thousands of players, in quotes, uh, crafting and an in-game economy built around a trading system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sort of sounds like these bigger ones, maybe this H1Z1 will, will find its footing. They're all sort of like rushing towards the same point. Right. It sort of worries me. I don't know if you played much DayZ or Rust, either of you guys. No. But, you know, DayZ is, you know, you run around killing zombies, but there's no building, there's no fortification. Well, now they're like, well, we're going to let you do that. And, you know, Rust is doing that. I'm, right. I'm just, it sounds like these all kind of want to be the Were same platforms thing. confirmed also, for this? Fortnite, I tried, right? This also sounds like Fortnite. Right. Fortnite's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe so. See, that was my thing when it got announced. It didn't either. I no. still, I totally believe it'll come to PlayStation 4. It's SOE, sure. like you said, Sony Online Entertainment. Mm-hmm. They already have DC Universe Online, PC, and PS4, PS3 included. Uh, Planet Side 2 is coming to PS4. Like, they get that. And I think that's where their success would lie, right? And the fact that there is no, what we're, ta- we're talking about, Daisy and Rust, and granted, Minecraft, I think, is a little bit different, but similar. Now, if you bring this over where it's, you know, an MMO with zombies in it and it's, you're, you're the fir- you can beat other people in the market, that'd be awesome. However, I also know that SOE takes forever to put out their video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like you, like you were saying, this isn't really a thing that you see on consoles very often. I right. mean, Minecraft is this weird anomaly, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's successful wherever it goes. But, um, I don't know, I'm kind of worried about this being a free-to-play MMO. Why? Just DC Universe game- Online is a free-to-play MMO, and it's the best MMO of all time. What is it doing super well? <laughs> yes, is we it? keep writing articles about it. They keep putting out <laughs> DLC. Um, I keep yeah, bringing them up. I guess we'll see. I just think uh, free-to-play MMO is sort of a weird concept for console gamers. Well, so mm-hmm. you, know, you say that, and then people bitch about Elder Scrolls Online not being free-to-play. Sure. Yeah, counter that so one, like, which is, you know, well, <laughs> uh, That just came out. We'll Wait, see which, how, that, how that which, works. What way should it be? Got any answers now, Albino? I don't, I don't have any answers. <laughs> yeah. I I'm not a marketing guy myself, as you might know. I mean, no, I think it's. I mean, free to play is something that console gamers have to get used to, right? And I think it's it's started a while ago with you know, Free Realms came to PS3 and like there was all these different things where people are trying that Dust Five One Four. You know, what I mean, like there are. What's people, going on with that game? I haven't heard. 
Uh, well, they the just laid off. The, they canceled no, the one game. Not, I know I'm, that wasn't just five one four. I know, I know. They canceled the one game from that company. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I know. Everybody, calm down. I was. Let me finish the statement. I'm just adding. Take you all on. No, I think that. Yeah, Dust 514 came out and was a disappointment, I think, for most people. Like, I think that like, when it got announced right, that was a huge – it sounded awesome. Yeah, and leading then, up to its its launch, there was a lot of buzz, but, and but, they, like, but it was that was a year one. ago now. And, they drug their feet forever putting it out, and by the time they got there, it was like, oh, okay. And then it kind of – it could anything that kind of limps out in beta and doesn't have a really impressive beta, I feel like then is like, eh. And that's kind of what happened. Do you think it's all Ryan Geddes' fault? Pretty much. Yeah, I think he went there and he screwed it up. Made of lava. Yeah, he's made of lava. Uh, mm-hmm. What about that Warframe game? Does anybody play that? No. This is just another free-to-play game on PS4. That, I'm just wondering. That's thing. Well, that's not to say this won't be a good game, but Warframe is just a really solid, good third-person shooter. It's yeah. really fun to play with your friends. Blacklight yeah. Retribution. I yeah, think it's free-to-play. Awesome. Yeah. I download these games. I just don't jump into them. Mm. Um, I hate free-to-play. I want my money taken. <laughs> I want there to be a transaction. I mean, I, I generally agree with you. Hearthstone is the is the shining example mm. of how free-to-play can work. Well, yeah, I, I'm the crazy Office Dota guy, and that's a, that mm. game's free-to-play. Yeah. Um, You're some crazy office guy. Right. That's me. One last little detail on this. Uh, Players can create their own items, and they might be able to make their way into the game. It's sort of a strange thing. What, you're creating them, like, on a website? Well, it says Player Studio Creations. Oh, okay. And this is where, you know, in Dota, you can make, oh, I like this hero. I'll make a sword. And then if enough people approve it and if Valve approves it, it's in the game, and you might get a cut of it. Oh, cool. So this is just, I don't know, maybe if that starts making its way into the console games. All right. Yeah, kind of cool. Number four. Borderlands pre-sequel was officially announced. I believe it was rumored on The Last Beyond. Yeah! We, yeah. Uh, we, Andrew Goldfarb played it for us at PAX. He did. I wasn't there, but let's, <laughs> let's jump into this. Created in collaboration with Gearbox, 2K Australia's Borderlands prequel introduces four new heroes, including for the first time a playable Claptrap. Yay! Yay! Uh, Athena, Wilhelm, and the Sheriff join the roster as employees of Handsome Jack, who was the villain in Borderlands 2. And the game is described as having more content than Borderlands, but less than Borderlands 2. And characters and saves from Borderlands 1 or 2 will not carry over into the pre-sequel in any way, except for a fall 2014 release. Damon, mm-hmm. we went to PAX East. We saw this game. What did you think of it? First impressions were positive. Yeah. Uh, it looks like something I'll totally play. I love both Borderlands and Borderlands 2, so it doesn't look like uh, it's something incredibly new and yeah. different. It's just more Borderlands now in in space with in low space. gravity. So, yeah, I'll just I'll totally play it. Yeah, you get to jump around. you got laser weapons. you got freezing weapons. you got claptrap. you got dishes. a shield. Vince had a preview, and that seemed to be a big thing was, like, space, and now you have this O2, which you yeah. think is like, yeah. oh, I can't breathe. My O2 yeah. runs out. But it's actually like a an, It helps you double source. jump. It helps you shoot around. You can do, like, like, jump and slam yeah, down so on the you ground Yeah, so you have, like, a jetpack, basically. Mm-hmm. You're in low gravity, so you can jump high. You can use this to double jump. You can use it to jump very long distances, and you can use it to do a butt stomp on yeah. top of people. Perfect. Yeah, I thought it was cool. It looked like something I'll play for sure. I like Borderlands 2 so much. Or it remains to be seen as if the writing is as good as in Borderlands 2. Right, yeah, because it's not Gearbox. Birch. Yeah. Oh, no, because it's 2K it's two Australia. 2K Australia yep. is working on They're yeah. working alongside. Exactly. We'll see what that means. Yeah. Uh, it means they're just co-signing checks, I think. That's really when it's how it works. Our, qu- our friend Trevor writes it to beyond at IGN.com. Just like the you Trev. can, it says beyond. We're going to call him Trev. The Trev. The Trev writes it to beyond at IGN.com and says. Trev and his engines. With, <laughs> with Borderlands oh 2 coming to the Vita in less than a month and the recent announcement of Borderlands the pre-sequel, I was wondering what you guys think the chances are for Borderlands the pre-sequel to make its way to the Vita. Thanks and beyond. Let's see how Borderlands 2 yep. Sells on Vita. 100%. Which is going to be nothing because nobody buys Vita games, right? <laughs> well, the attach rate's good, but how many Vitas are out there? That, I mean, that's going to be the big question. There's a lot riding on Borderlands Vita in terms of what it means if this would ever happen, but then what it means for third-party developer relationships with Sony, right? Where if this does really well, then sure. And, like, Sony made this for them, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we have this other game, Game X. Do you want to go well, like, and put this over there for us? Last I heard, we were kind of... So yeah. Colin's initial thing was like the same. Him and so I, great, him and I, both right? played it at uh, GDC on mm-hmm. a, on the demo floor with no one there, and there weren't as many enemies. It, like he he had a really framey experience. Mine was a little bit, but it was still like I left that demo going like I'm still going to play this on the train. I need something to play. But then they came in, showed it to him. It was a further along build. He liked it more, but he said there are still issues with it. It's, it's not Borderlands PS3 screen for screen, right? There is only like, you shoot somebody to death in this game, and their body disappears just because like. They have to save that memory and keep people moving. I still think it's an awesome idea of – I mean, I'm anxious to play more Borderlands. So I think for me what's going to happen, and it will be interesting, is you know, I beat Borderlands 2. Loved it. Great experience. Yep. I, I bought the season pass and never played any of the DLC just because other mm. stuff was happening. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm playing this on the train and I'm getting 
more and more inclined to come back to PS3 when I get home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this becomes just a lifeboat of, well, sure, I'll do this one quest for 15 minutes, and then I'll get home and chip away at something else. I don't know. It remains to be seen. I'm still stoked. I'm, I, I want to play some Even cool if it Vita. turns out to be awesome, there just aren't that many Vitas out there to sell that many copies. Sure. Right. And, that's, and that, this, this becomes the problem, and that's what we're talking about with it being a make-or-break title, really, for the Vita and going forward. If... It comes out. It does really well. There now is that you know Borderlands uh, Vita Slim bundle, right? And if those sold a lot, maybe that gives a little bit more air to the Vita outside of indies and Japanese titles. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's All, move right. On. Mm. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, Dead Nation that. comes today too. It does. Mm-hmm. That's actually on my. To, oh, to Vita. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was it today? Yeah. 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 This week. Oh, you've oh, got yeah, the whole I thing. I got it. You hold on. Sorry, you're jumping I mean, the gun. You're ruining everything. You know that historically no one does the Roper Report. We get here and we or we we do the Roper Report, but then we forget about the games. And when one of us is gone, list. it's usually just a disaster. Yeah. I don't think this is a disaster. I think this is going. No, quite no, I'm right saying so he's doing really well. Strong Thanks. Prince Strong Albert. Brian, here. Strong Prince Albert. <laughs> Damon thought of Trevor's nickname just on the fly, perfectly. The Trev. The Trev. The Trev. All right. Hey Trev, Trev what are you doing, Trev? Go ahead. Go ahead and inform all of your friends and family that your name, your nickname, is now the Trev. <laughs> Number five, Transistor is releasing next month on PC and PS4. Woo! The, actually, correction, Transistor is being released. Right. A game cannot release itself, ladies and gentlemen. What if it became oh, self-aware? Yeah, you think about that. Well, I'd still I don't know if it could physically release itself. But anyway, <laughs> that's a, that's a topic for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Supergiant Games revealed today, which isn't actually today anymore, that Transistor in Action RPG is coming out on May 20th. Mm-hmm. That's not very long. Mm-mm. That's that's next month. Yeah, that's wow. super soon. It's a silver month, yeah. Uh, I played this game at PAX East last year, but you played it this year yeah. at PAX East. Oh, we were, uh, you were at PAX East last year? Did we talk? Yeah. Did I hang out? Yeah, did we see each other? I met you, and then Casey was there, and you were like, oh, never mind. Let's not talk about this. But wow. we were at the bar, and we were all, never yeah, mind. I drank a That lot. sounds we like every drunk. PAX East. Yeah, exactly. We exactly. were at the bar, and yeah. we were drunk. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, oh that's yeah, at PAX East, of course. Tell me about Transistor. Transistor. You said awesome. you were talking about it's one of your favorite games of the show. Yeah, totally. One of yeah, it's that right now. That and Phoenix Rage, right, right, neck and neck for each other. Did you like Bastion? Loved Bastion. Reviewed Bastion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a big fan. Was always was always hurt that it didn't come to the PlayStation platforms because I would love to get all the trophies in that. But I digress. Transistor. Yeah, looks at me. When I walked up to get the demo, you know, last year PAX East was a coming out party. Everybody was like, oh, this new game, yeah. And I went and played. I remember watching and playing there and enjoying it and being like, this game's really cool. But then I walked up to play this one and like, uh, you know, Greg Kasavin gave me the controller. He's like, yeah, we've, you know, a few things have changed. We've updated a few things. And you sat down and like, it's even more beautiful somehow. Like the, the narrator talking to you. You're going through. You're staring at these walls. The music's so good. But then just the combat is so satisfying, right? Did you play it, Damon? I haven't played Transistor yet. Oh man, it's like you know, it's. So let me ask you. Sure. I was at, so at PAX East last year. I found the sword. It's talking to me. Yeah. And then uh, I ran around and just like killed some robots. Yeah. It was a, sort of the same demo. Pretty much. I mean, this, okay. is, this is like, you know, the near final build, obviously. So I think I w- it's a similar area to where we were, but we already had the sword. So it wasn't like introducing me to what was happening. But then it was giving me the demo of how to, you know, play. The humor was still there, but, you know, you run into something and you basically freeze time. And then, you know, you move around the enemies however you want. And this, you know, costs movement. You only have a bar of so much stuff you can do. Action points. And, and attacks use that up as well, right? Yeah, exactly. And you want to kill them all in, like, one. Yeah, you're trying to kill, like, you can you can line it up so that, you know, you're doing, like, the one slash. It'll go through, like, three or four enemies to the back or whatever. And then you can run and hide in the cover, which is destructible. So it's like you make your move, you make your attack, and then get out of, into the cover. It's real fun. While your action points. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Then you okay. hit play and it all plays out. And then you wait for your cool. build, your bar to refill. I like that super game. giant. Yeah, games. they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six, Dragon Age Inquisition won't have party member DLC. So this is this is sort of interesting here. Uh, speaking to OXM, creative director Mike Laidlaw, yeah, explained that he's done the law due to how or enmeshed, enmeshed. I like that word. In the rest of the game, companions are some data would need to be included on the disc to make addition of more at a later date possible. So ah, what? what? So one more time. In order for there to be new uh, content for like new DLC party members, there would already have to be some sort of existing data on the disc, and they're saying we don't want to do that. Okay. Uh, basically, there's been some criticism uh, when people have to pay on for con- disc DLC. Like yeah, like that will about, yeah. not happen okay. in Inquisition. But it's just it's sort of interesting because you know this is Bioware, right? Yeah, and like Mass Effect has included characters, and I don't know if they were on the disc or not. Hmm. Good point. Sort of an, something I never thought about. I didn't think you'd have to have pre-existing data on there in order for new content. To draw to, stuff to, for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Any big Dragon Age fans? True, here? is that really true? Why can't you just download the new data to your console? That's what I was wondering. Must change no? the algorithms and lines ah, of code. Yeah, yeah. yeah the algorithms, go. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. Good point. <laughs> Thank right. you. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. 
Look at this. You'll like this one. All right, good. Fine. Podcast Beyond Veteran. Hey! Shuhei Yoshida. Whoa! Has been banned twice on Meverse. I heard about this. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking with Mark Cerny, reported by Engadget. And Yoshida admitted that he's gotten into trouble on Meverse twice. Quotes here. The first time was because I had my Twitter account in my profile, and that's against the rules. The second time is because I wrote, I love PS. You're not supposed to promote a commercial product in Meverse, so they correctly interpreted PS as PlayStation. (laughs) I like being correctly interpreted. He's a funny guy. Troublemaker. You know, so I like... I like my Wii U. Yeah, actually, like I like use it a lot. Use my 3DS. You love your 3DS. Yep. You were playing Mario Golf all all yeah, around trip to PAX East. But I've never gone on Miiverse. I was no. going to ask if you ever been no. on there. I've never, never, never even I've like that, looked in there. I think once or twice, and people send you funny pictures, and you're like, eh, ah, good, good job. job over there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally stupid. Anyway, okay, it's, it's just one of those weird things of like, I don't know, Nintendo's so terrified of the internet that you can't put your Twitter on there. Yeah. You can't say you love something. Get out of here. <laughs> No, it's not allowed, Greg. We're now into the extra portion. The bonus round? This, well, this is the stuff that I thought we'd be so busy talking about PAX that we wouldn't get to this. Oh, pa- PAX is going to be topic of the week, so don't worry. There's okay. still more coming up for All right. PAX. All right, we'll just we'll go through this go ahead. here pretty quickly. Enjoy yourself. Uh, too bad you ruined this. Dead Nation was <laughs> – the release date was revealed for PS Vita for April 15th. Okay. That's today. Yeah, that's exciting. It's out. You, we all like Dead Nation. Yeah, we do. I need to get back to the PS4 version. I haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's being developed by Climax Studios, who also handled the PS4 port, and there is cross buy with the PS3 and Vita versions. Are what about PS4 version? Make some make some noises while I'm reading this. Hey, I'm right now. So here's my question then. Do you have the list of upcoming software too as well? I don't. You didn't tell me to do that. I know I didn't. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Hey, we're feeling time with the song. Nope, sorry. Do you like this song? Brian wears a thong. I don't have that info. I just cut Remix. out the first few paragraphs. Everyone is dead. Everyone is dead. You don't need to make noise anymore. Where did life go? You guys used to sing a lot more on the show. Yeah, we were, used to be happier. Oh, and then what happened? <laughs> we were younger and more Everything happened. Even. we got some more news here, Greg. I'm, go ahead. I'm looking for the drop. Here it is. Yeah, you, you've, you've found that for me. The drop. I don't know if... Uh, the beat. How much you guys care about this stuff on the Beyonds, but uh, the crew runs at 1080p, 30fps on PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's the crew's high, awesome. That's I a high number of keys. I can't wait for the crew. You play, did you play the crew? I did. I played it again at PAX East. I'm like, yep, totally. I'm terrible at this, but I want to play Have it. you played the crew before? Yes. Is it better now so if you, he's been crewing for a long he's time been yeah i got a crew cut um it seemed to be the same run i didn't okay, notice did it they let like, you like drive around the u.s or whatever they let me no I, marty had done that already at a preview oh, session okay i just i mean i was on pax floor so i just got to do a race and then try to take somebody down and then I, I drove through they put like pillars in the road and i had to like weave around them and this gave me xp and that was the only <laughs> thing i was good at i couldn't i lost the race and, and i couldn't take the guy me. down but when i got xp me. i was like i get this <laughs> I see, because they always talk about it being an MMO, right, with cars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, now I get this. I run around, do little missions, get my XP. Wasn't Need for Speed Online an MMO with cars? Probably. Um, I don't know Nobody if it was, it. I didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> I played that Hot Pursuit, that was fun. I think Ryan Clements reviewed that for us. <laughs> Can we get him on the line? Sure. Uh, last item here, just sort of an interesting thing here, Colin wrote it. Uh, an indie dev from Drinkbox Studios said that Vita, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vita owners are serious purchasers of games. Jukebox is Guacamelee, right? Yep. Mutant Blobs Uh, We've got the developer. um, I only got his last name, McQuinn. Chris, I believe. Chris McQuinn? I believe so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's quoted here saying, honestly, Vita owners are the effing best. You say fucking. You can? Yeah. Vita owners are the fucking best. Thank you. People rag on the Vita so much, and I think people who rag on the Vita don't understand, at least from a business perspective, the purchasing power of Vita owners. Yeah, Damon. Yeah, well, I, you've been ragging on, on the Vita all earlier. time. I was not hating on the Vita. I like the Vita spin. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vita owners are serious purchasers. It's an amazing system. So there you go. There you go. Shut it, everyone. It's great for an indie developer. Uh, you know, okay. So, well, we, no. All right, so I guess I guess the Vita's selling very well. No, I no no I'm, no no no. no. We're just giving you. I'm just giving you a little bit of trouble, Damon. I love you still. Don't worry. Here, give me that. So you've known Greg long enough to know figure. that when he's making fun of you, he loves you. Yeah, it might have sounded like I was being mean. Yeah, Brian just doesn't know how to deal with Damon. Yeah, he can't. He can't cage <laughs> how this tiger. Do I, Damon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to Damon. But no, what we're talking about right is like 
third-party studios who are making like something like Borderlands, right? Then to switch a team to bring it to Vita is really tough. But indie developers, you know, can get a they game ported real simply, and it's great, and they get a high return on their mm-hmm. investment. Colin talks all the time. There's like a crazy like eight or nine game attached rate or something, right? On Vita. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Somebody tweeted a photo not too long ago at me that I retweeted. That was his Vita, and then just like forty this, games this around wall it. Of yeah, games. yeah, yeah. I don't know why he doesn't go digital. That's where it's all at. That's all I got on the Roper Report. All right. Let's check in then mm-hmm. with the Memorial Andrew Goldfarb list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Do, 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 do. I switched it. That song I did switch to. Is this the Why is it so morose? It's, mo- it's, the, it's the memorial list for Andrew oh, Goldfarb. He's like dead. That. He's dead to us. You don't want to celebrate him? You know, no. See, okay. No, I right, don't right. celebrate his life okay. and what he accomplished. <laughs> Ah, here we go. Backgammon Blitz is coming to PS3, PS4, Ooh. and PS Vita. Experience a game played for centuries, realized with cutting-edge visuals and new ways to play. Visuals. <laughs> All right, yeah, clearly I fucked that up. It wasn't written that <laughs> Challenge a friend or play online. Learn the rich strategy and rhythm of backgammon and grad- graduate from pupil to master. Is backgammon centuries old? Is that really old? Yeah, it's old. It is? Okay. Yeah, they find it in the pyramids and stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beyond Two Souls is coming to PS3 as a digital thing. Conception 2, Children of the Seven Stars, comes to Vita. Not getting great reviews, that one. Monsters have invaded the world, and only those imbued with the power... Imbibed, right? The only way, Why we, they can, like the only way we can stop these monsters is if we have sex. <laughs> but with so few warriors and so Wait, little time, the heroes the game must is. use that's their the game star is. power together have, and you make you magical star children. Have sex with girls, and then your kids will fight the monsters. You don't have sex monsters. with the monsters. No. No, 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 no. no you no. don't try to assimilate them into your culture. No. no you want to kill the monsters, but only your kids can kill the monsters. Why can't Makes you just sense. kill the monsters? Whatever. That's you'd rather have sex. It's a, j- it's a j- sure. RPG. Okay. Uh, FIFA World Cup Brazil comes to PS3. Ethan, Meteor Hunter, comes to Vita. Oh, Meteor Hunter? Meteor, Meteor Hunter. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Navigate deadly puzzles as a super-powered rat manipulating the environment to unravel physics-based challenges. Jesus. Remember when you could play every game that came out? Oh, now I'm... it's just a faucet of video <laughs> games. It's like, I can never keep up with this. Side note here. I yeah. don't know about Ethan Media Hunter. Maybe that game is really good. But Escape Goat is a game in which you can play as a rat sometimes. And that's really good. A scapegoat? A scapegoat. A scapegoat. Escape. Like I'm escaping. I'm escaping. It's a play on words. Escaping yeah. this room. I don't like that. Actually, just, like just throwing that out there. Really yeah. I like, a good, one. I like a good pun. Yeah. Just proceed, please. Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn <laughs> is coming to PlayStation 4 finally. Uh, hyper, cli- hyper Crazy Climber, a PS1 import, is coming. No Heroes Allowed. No Puzzles either comes to PlayStation Vita. Pure Chess comes to PlayStation 4. No heroes Allowed 4. is an NIS America game? Is that right? Yeah, right. Isn't it? I don't know. They don't say Bunny that here. Chi, the, the, guy, the, the Disguise guys? No, you guys aren't going to help me out here. You know I, that. I don't know. I that, think it is. is. Okay. It is. That trivia game comes to PlayStation 4. Trials Fusion comes to PlayStation yep. 4. Yep. Are you excited yep. for that one? You were a big yeah. Trials fan. I started start playing it last night. It's a lot of fun. More right. Trials. It's great. It, I liked HD. I didn't play whatever the next one was. Did you, pl- did you play Evolution? Urban Trial Freestyle? Trials Evolution. It was, what it was that? <laughs> Urban Trial Freestyle. It was the <laughs> knockoff PlayStation Vita and PS3 game. It was like, fuck it. It's you fine. will bring Trials Evolution here. <laughs> we'll just make we will own. make an exact replica Is of it. it. Yeah, it was fine. It was fun. It was, it was fine. whatever. Okay, yeah. it's fine. I thought it was. I mean, like, I was never a big fan of Trials Evolution, so like, I enjoy what it does, and I enjoyed what that did. Okay. Yeah. Trials Fusion is great. Cool. And that's PlayStation Four right now. Is it eventually coming to Vita, or are they not ever saying anything about that? I don't know about Vita. Okay. Uh, let's check in for topic of the week. Damon, we're at PAX East. Yep. During the Game Scoop panel, thank you all so much for coming to that, by the way. Uh, a whole bunch of people were talking about they were upset that PlayStation hadn't come to PAX East. We talked but about Sony this. hadn't come. Yeah, we hadn't yeah. talked about the. We talked about this a little bit earlier in this show. The mm-hmm. fact that well, what are they going to show, right? Like you know, it costs money to come to these shows. What are you going to show when yeah. you get to this show? Because mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. nothing immediately coming out. But I thought there was a lot of great games there that you know were there for PlayStation platforms eventually, right? We talked about Transistor, mm-hmm. which is awesome, mm-hmm. that, and that's coming up super Confirmed. soon. I'm a big fan of that one. Phoenix Rage. We uh, we haven't talked that much. Tell about me about that. this. Mention. Phoenix Rage. I'll put it out right now. A PC game for sure. Looking into the consoles, which of course means it'll come to everything eventually. It's like Super Meat Boy, but then you got you da- the right thing. You've got a dash like Sonic. You got mm. the endless flapping of, of Flappy Birds. You can jump endlessly. I was good at the he got birds. really offended when I said that this is like Flappy Birds, but yeah. <laughs> whatever. I'm talking about your game. Good. You enough. did not want to be likened to. Flappy well, birds. you know, I, I get that, but like, and then, well, I could have gone the easy route, been like, it's like Dark Souls, right? Where <laughs> you want to game now is like, like Dark Souls. You want to die and do it, but it, you know, it's that. 2D, jump down, get the cookie. When you, you get cookies, you're collecting these cookies. They're like the stars in the level. You can fit it, clear the level without getting the cookie. But if you get the cookie, you unlock real-world cookie recipes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which is a fantastic idea. Wait, 
But then you have to bake the cookies. Well, you don't have to. I will. If you wanted to eat the cookies, yes, you'd have to actually bake them. They don't come do out that. of your Vita or anything. So the whole the point is to get these recipes. You're platforming to well, get the these po- recipes. The point, the point is to is c- beat the level. As fast the as recipes possible. are just a little bonus. A little bonus. Okay. Can you just enjoy one thing in life? <laughs> They're Prince giving Albert? you something cool here. Yeah, Prince Albert, what's your problem? <laughs> the king wears his crown with a frown. Sorry, guys. That's good, too. Has that been said before? Did yeah, you make by, that up? By this band called Monster Zero. Oh, wow. I like that band a lot. I, I wish they'd make more music. <laughs> Instead, it's all... <laughs> Please, someone get a guitar. That's not even true. I don't even make... <laughs> you don't even I'm like on the ground. <laughs> the musical waves are pulsing on me. Blood's coming out of my nose. Just like... No. No spoilers, no. I guess. Um, I loved it. thought it was great. It's... That's Phoenix Rage. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix. Rage is... Rage. F-E-N-I-X? Yes. Okay. Phoenix spelled funny. Rage. He kind of looks like a potato in a Batman cowl. Okay. But they didn't like that when I said that. I was like, hey, I want to see the potato game. Like and he's like, what Batman. is the potato game? <laughs> <laughs> like that potato right there. It's like, not a potato. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, this is another thing, right, of how much I love Super Meat Boy. Played through it on 360, and I was like, I hope this comes to PlayStation one day so I can get more trophies. It never did. Nope. Is Mugenics coming to... Do we even know anything about when that's... I don't know. They just keep releasing art for it. Uh, like here's this other different here's thing this cat game. It. Yeah. Okay. When we get closer, I'll. I'll... Isn't the Binding of Isaac coming to PS4 though? Yeah, but yes. they've been saying that forever. Oh, forever. Forever. Just like Minecraft. Minecraft PS4 and Vita, right around the sometime. fucking corner, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> will, will you jump back into it? Yeah. Okay. Um, when it's on Vita, my Vita will become a Minecraft machine. That's okay. the perfect Vita game. Yeah. Like, cause like yeah. My, you just sit there and mine all day long while I'm watching TV. When and Steve Butts is like, "Why aren't you working?" And I'm like, "I'm watching TV, Steve." And then I'm fired. And then when I'm unemployed in the unemployment line, play it on the Vita. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it, the PS4 version necessarily will get me back into it because, like that, this is more console. You want to play it on the go? Yeah, I, I feel like PS4 it's around. you know, it's I love Minecraft. You know that now, mm-hmm. but like it's it's pretty simple visually, right? So I don't need the big TV for it. I don't need to feel like I'm locked down to it. I just hope the Vita version isn't garbage. That's my real concern. I don't think it'd be garbage. I don't think, I don't think there's been a bad version of it all yet. Right, good. Okay, good, good, good. That's all I need to hear. iOS was bad, but then they fixed uh, it. Start, yeah, it started. It was just, there's nothing in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other PlayStation 4, PlayStation games I played. Mm-hmm. Crew. I I played a Vita game. Well, you, you go ahead. Sorry, I, I totally interrupted. No, we already talked about the Crew, so that's good. Crew's still looking great. Can't mm-hmm. wait to play it. What, what did you play on Vita? That game that um, you you were going to come with me, but you had another uh, appointment. Swords and... No, Curses and Chaos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Curses and Chaos. I actually don't know anything about this. This is from Tribute Games, the guys that just released Mercenary Kings. Okay. One of their, one of their new games. Uh, and it's, it's another like retro pixel art game that was very cool. I want to say Curses and Chaos. Chaos and Curses. It's something like that. Okay. I feel bad that I'm not remembering the exact name. It's okay. Anyway, it's coming to Vita. And the premise is that it's a one-screen, one-screen like, horde mode game co-op. Uh, so you have two players and then... Enemies coming in, uh, in a, it's like a fantasy setting, so there's like witches and goblins and uh, like uh, werewolves that are streaming in from these sides, and you have to just survive waves, just cool. survive as long as you can. It's like, it's a simple little game, it's something you'd expect to pay a, a few dollars for, but totally fun, and has a, a great pixel art style. How are they doing co-op on the Vita? Are they doing it where it's like, is it just at local? Well, so it's also coming, it's coming to Steam and Vita. Okay. So, yeah, how they handle the co-op on Vita, I'm not sure. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was but, just... like, that's the plan for the game. Okay. Curses and Chaos, something like that. We'll look it up. Okay. Something like that. Whatever. From the guys that brought you Mercenary Kings, which From I like. the guys that brought you Mercenary Kings. Which I like a whole lot. Curse, curses Curse? and Yeah. <laughs> like the trailer is just like a guy shrugging <laughs> and talking about it, and then it's all B-roll of the game. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, we also played Wolfenstein. An incredibly yes. long demo of Wolfenstein. Yeah, it was, which sounds I was like thrown. We, the way we say it sounds like a bad thing, but when you're at a, pa- a trade show trying to see as many games as possible, and you sit down for a two-hour demo, I was just thrown that like they, there's a separate like press room for press to play the game, and then we just went in there. Nobody explained anything to us. They just sat us down and like played, and then I, so I like start playing, and then like usual gameplay demos are like 15, 20 minutes long, but like. 20 minutes came, 30 minutes came, 45 minutes came, an hour came, and I'm just like, well, how long? <laughs> this just keeps going. Like, yeah, I, it's so. fun. I'm having a good time, but, like, I've got other games to see here at yeah. PAX. So that, I just thought that was weird. Did they tell you what part of the game you were playing? Because I think it was the first three hours of it. Oh, oh did very, you? Okay, because, okay, like, yeah. what had happened for me is at PAX Prime last year, I went to a demo of it played behind closed doors, and it was the section where, you know, it's – you infiltrate and like things start to get really crazy and there's a doctor and all this stuff. Death's head is his name. Sorry. And then like you go to the, you're, you're, you go to the, are you little, excited for this game? Are you like really uh, like, I'm pretty excited. I liked the Raven Wolfenstein. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. one of Colin's favorite developers. I also of all like time. singularity too. Yeah. Oh Jesus. 
<laughs> Anyways, similarity. Also, there wasn't ever a singularity. T O O. He's saying yes, yeah, he's saying two O. Uh, but yeah, so I was playing it from the very beginning, and I was like, oh cool, it's probably gonna cut off right before we get there. And then I looked over to the guy's screen next to me, and he was he was already playing the part I played at Pax Prime. I was like. God damn, all right. And so then I got I got to a difficulty spike where I kept dying, and then the guy next to me quit. He just got up and left. But he had just beaten the part I had beaten at PAX East, and like it started a cutscene that I hadn't seen yet. So I jumped to his demo station and put on his stuff and took over his Wolfenstein life, and then it kept going. It's still, like, even after that, it just kept going. And eventually I was just like, all right, whatever. And leave. then it finally, I finally beat this guy, and it let me in. But it's, you know, we did a conversation about it afterwards, and it's, it's not like this for like you know Titanfall I, I love and I think it's amazing and it does all these different things. This one feels very much like a first person shooter, but the story is just quirky and goofy enough that I like want to do it and like yeah, it's I like an action be, flick. I actually wanted to be quirkier and sure. goofier, it's like the original seriously. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Well, uh, BJ's still like fucking Nazi scum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like stabbing these guys in the head. But like, <laughs> so uh, p- part of the demo happened. Um, this isn't a big spoiler, but. Part of the demo that we played, you have to make a choice where you have to give up one of your team members, basically. And it's like they like try to create this moment where Blazkowicz like he's like dealing with this. It's like difficult for him. And like I'd rather I'd rather than just go all like uh, you know just quirky and, and, and over the top and, and ridiculous with it. I still think it's there. I, I mean I don't know. You're in a coma for like nine months. What is it? A year even it's, longer than that? It's a, it's much longer. And than then that. you just fucking stand up and start killing. That was my question. Like, yes, yes. Because they're like they say your brain is scrambled eggs. They're yeah. like oh like this guy's done for. Yeah. And then the Nazis come in. You're just like no. Yeah. No, I got this. <laughs> they do have a little bit of fun sometimes. There's, they, I mean, there's c- really cybernetic so robot you dogs. This, you have this Nazi, and he's like tied up in a chair, and you want information from him, right? And you go over to the this chainsaw, in the trailer, yeah, yeah. And when you try to pick up the chainsaw, it says you need splatter protection first. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. They're still having that's a little, so that's pretty good. They're having a yeah, little yeah. bit of fun, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked him. I was having fun. I wanted to play more. I, I, one of the things I talked about liking in the conversation, right, was the fact that how you play rewards you and like unlocks different things. Like on my thing, I use the knife. I was knife killing left and right, and so after a little bit, it's like, okay, you've unlocked the ability to throw knives for one hit kills. I'm like, great. And then when I jump to the other guy's station, he was further ahead of me in the game, but I unlocked that again on his thing, showing that it's not like some games. You know, like you tr- yeah. trigger through a door and that unlocks an ability. This is totally like, yeah, how so are you like, playing the game? This yeah. is going to get you that way. Mm-hmm. You can still run in there with double machine guns and all this other dumb stuff. It's like that. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm on board. Here's the one that really blew me away, though, Damon. The one I'm super, super excited for. Diablo 3 on PlayStation 4. Yeah, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Ultimate Evil Edition. Good job remembering it all. Look at you. Yeah. There, you got, you got a high five and a cookie. Where's my cookie? I'm, cookie? I'm doing it right there. It's an invisible one. You have one. to earn that I cookie? I flipped it at your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, so did you played it. You're a PC nerd. You played a lot of Diablo. I like the PCs. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't play Reaper of Souls. But you played the... Re- uh, I played some Diablo back when... Me too. It wasn't as at, good as it is. At now. launch, when Diablo 3 came out, I played for a bit, played a little bit with Justin, but never went down the rabbit hole like some people right. did. Mainly because, for me, mouse and keyboard just doesn't equal a lot of good time. Nor do I like clicking The WASDs? Yeah. The, the WASDs? Well, you don't even WASD in this one. You uh, click the true. move, and I don't like that at all. But it came to PlayStation 3 then in a time when there was a million other games came out, or came out so I missed it. And so lately I've been itching. Like, oh, man, I, maybe I should pick up Diablo 3 and play through that and do this other stuff. And then we went to this demo and I was like, yes. Everything I wanted them to say, I'm on board for. They're talking about the fact that, you know, you, you, your Diablo 3 save carries over from PS3 to PS4 if you want it to. There's a new trophy set for PS4. So even if you bring your saved character over from Diablo 3 PS3 to PS4, you have a whole new trophy set to unlock, mm-hmm. which I'm not 100% sure how that'll work, but whatever. Uh, they've, you know, it's loot 2.0 or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you and I are running, we're only getting gear that's for our character. We have to do all the trades and all that dumb stuff. It's arcadey. Uh, so you're, all these multipliers and XPs are racking up as you go. Uh, and then. They confirmed me after the demo, actually, after we did our conversation, that, yeah, if this is, you know, even though everybody's like, oh, this has been confirmed from the beginning, nobody fucking does it. If me, you and I play on our same console and you and I both log in as our PSN profiles, you and I will earn individual trophies. It was like Lego Marvel, that was a big deal. Me and Christine sat down to play, and then she was the only one unlocking trophies, and I was like, fuck this. I feel like I did this on my Xbox like six you or did. seven years ago. You did. You very much did. But now they're finally... The, these right. guys, it's not even that everyone's getting it right. These guys are getting it right, which is ridiculous that nobody else has figured out that this is a big deal. But it comes over with all the, you know, this has all the Reapers of Souls content. It's all the cool stuff. It's all the unlockables ready to go. I thought it was awesome, too. Yeah. I was having a really good time. It reminded me of, like, playing games like Golden Axe with friends when I was a kid. I was, just, I was kind of, like, zoning out, just, like, running around killing stuff, picking right. up loot. It's I mean, fun. that's the whole thing about Diablo, right? The story's always garbage, but you run around, you the get loot. Numbers, yeah, you, you like get numbers. loot. Yeah, you get better. And like, I can't cool wait to, to see do. Blizzard. Getting on board with consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope that trend continues. 
So that was PAX East. That's it? Yeah. Of the things we loved. Now, Damon, mm-hmm. there was one thing there we didn't love. Mm-hmm. This one comes from... Oh, well, now, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Andrew. I, I'm not as, as, as one down One thing on it. universally we hated. Nope. Andrew <laughs> writes in and says, I saw you... No, he says, I wanted to ask one more thing about your impressions of the evil within. I read Mitch Dyer's article on the issues he had seen with the demo at PAX. The evil within has been my most anticipated oh, game since April guy. 2012. Double dipper. Oh, did he write into Double a Double dipper motherfucker, oh. yeah. What do you want me to do? You want me to cut him loose? Or you want to just cut him out of <laughs> you, GameScoop? Yeah, I'll just... Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay, good. Go Sorry, I didn't mean to do this to you. You didn't do anything to I me. know. This guy. Andrew W. screwed this up. He says, your boy Drew, though. That's a good side name for him. Your boy Drew. Your boy Drew. Uh, since April 2012, when it was a lot... When it was just a teaser site, so I'm obviously upset after I read it. I was even more upset reading all the trash that was he was getting in the comments. One of them simply just read, Fuck yourself, Mitch Dyer. I replied back saying, I respect you, Mitch, and your shit. <laughs> but back to the subject. With survival horror being my favorite genre in gaming ever, I just wanted to get more info from anyone at IGN. Damon, we went and saw this game. Yeah. Me, Marty, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Not impressed. Mm-hmm. Let down. You, not, you pick it up. I won't even put words in your mouth. I want this game to be good. So okay. I'm willing to give it so the you, benefit you, of the doubt until I play it for myself. I think it might be a game that you need to play for yourself that maybe it doesn't demo well. Okay. But I think the concerns you guys have are all valid. Right. I was trying to explain it last night to friends, and it was just that fact. And Mitch does a great job in his article, of course, which I was – this is what always pisses me off. I know I'm preaching to the choir of Beyond fans who know this, but it's like yeah. people want previews that aren't generic and stupid, so you give them a preview. And like, here's my opinion. And people are like, ah, oh, go fuck yourself. Justify <laughs> my pre-order. It's like, god damn it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I thought, like, he, the guy we were play- that was being played as was super stiff. I thought his animations looked like Resident Evil in the bad way. You know, it also just doesn't talk or do anything, right? Right. The demo was super weird. It had an introduction from the creator in the beginning that was translated. Then you jumped into gameplay. with I, I, This is my first time seeing the game. I hadn't kept up on the teasers or anything about it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to know what this game's about. I'm like, I think it's a psychological thing. Blah, blah. You just jumped in. Nope, the world's falling apart, I guess. I, is this in his head? I don't fucking know. Like, the roads are going up and down and things are collapsing and all these different things and there's zombies. And that's what I know. Again, there was no, <laughs> no setup, no explanation yeah. before our demo. Yeah. So there's, and that's where I think the benefit yeah, of the doubt comes in, right? Or, ne- or needing to play more in context. That's a big, big part yeah. of it. But, yeah, I mean, Damon, it sounds like you're in Andrew's boat, that you like survival horror games. Yes. I would love to have, like, a new, like, classic Resident Evil-style survival horror game. Yeah. Um, so until I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until I play it to make, make a judgment call. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now it's garbage. Okay. That's my judgment okay. call. Also, there's a neat article on IGN today about um, if survival horror games are becoming too scary that people just can't even finish them. Just go check that out. No, people... It's interesting. No, that's not right. What? Who's too... Who's... Who, what are your examples? Outlast? What? People are... Yeah, they were talking about Outlast on there. Like, some of the... Like, they had testers that, like, had to cry and, like, be dismissed from the project. People are pussies nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, ever since the Obama took office, <laughs> that's what Thanks happened. So he, made a, he made a weak America, <laughs> and now we can't take games. I, I, I think for, you know... I haven't read the article. Are they mm. citing st- statistics of people quitting the game and not finishing it's, it? It's not really statistics. It's more like anecdotal and like hey well, see anecdotal is- I think immediately floods the market though right because Outlast was a f- Playstation Plus game that was free so, and it was on Playstation 4 when there were no Infamous or anything else so people I'm sure a million people downloaded that started and were like nope not my kind of game but if it was like a box $60 game nobody's like oh that's not even what I, I want to play playing Outlast not because I thought it was too scary I thought it was just frustrating and, yeah, yeah. And then per- personally obnoxious. I was kind of bored with it like I, from the demo we did when we did the mm. oh IGN gets scared by Outlast I was like cool I have no interest in ever playing this real game they were talking about uh, Amnesia Machine for Pigs and there was like this awful scene they had to take out I don't know I'm not okay. saying it's like I'll yeah this it. guy's spot on I'm just I'll saying read the it's article. interesting I'll, yeah. I'll hold my feelings okay. I read the article okay. here comes some quick fire questions from Christopher bam he says beyond Damon what music have you been listening to these days? Oh man, so much, so much trap music, so much new trap music. Uh, the new, actually, the new Skrillex album is awesome. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, next month, uh, Tech Nine puts out a new record. Ooh, are we holding on hope for that? Yeah. These days, like Tech Nine's been doing his thing for a long time. Yeah. I He's think it's be stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I kind of know what to expect, and it has. He hasn't really like taken his game to the next level in a long time. But on the new album, there'll be a few songs that I like. Gotcha. That's kind of what So Skrillex, though, is what everybody should be listening to right now. Well, if you like sort of aggressive, heavy bass music, yeah. Okay. I don't know what trap music is. Trap music, you've heard like Like Harlem Shake is trap music. Oh, okay. And uh, Turn Down for What with Lil Jon, that video that everyone was crazy about, that's trap music. What, What? Do you know the selfie song? I've, Let me take a selfie. I've seen like mentions of it, but I don't think I've actually heard it yet. You it's could a, have just made that up. No, it's a real thing. You. And the bass track sounds like uh, um, 
a Hotline Miami track. Okay. And oh. then over it is just it's here we go. The like chains did a Hotline Miami track. Do they sample it? I don't think or so. It just, it's, it just sounds similar. the chain smokers. Hashtag yeah. selfie. That's it. Yeah. This is like this is electro. Okay. This is not trap music. No. Okay. Uh huh. I don't care. Let's just listen like to the show. <laughs> <laughs> She says stuff like that. Okay, it's good. It's fun. Okay. I like it. Okay, it's a real annoying girl talking. You've about. got it like on speed dial I on stopped. your phone. It, I had a, one of those moments today. I was I, I I was playing Mario Golf coming out of the tunnel. Finished my round. Shut it. Had a few more stops. I was like, I'm gonna put on some music to brighten my day. Mm. And then I got three bad tracks on iTunes Radio. Then I got the ad. And then I shut oh. it. And I was like, the next tracks are gonna be awesome. And it was Cash and Pitbull Timber, which you know I love. <laughs> and then it was a selfie song. And I stopped the selfie at the end because I was getting a bagel. Good day. I'm I've been. Fucking hyped for today because today's of it. good. Today's Just because a good day. of that. That's feel, all it takes. Do you feel recuperated from the weekend? No, still not. I mean, I didn't take any time off, right? Like I know, like today I finally do. Really? Yesterday I was tired, and you seemed tired. Yesterday, well, yesterday I, I figure I got up early yesterday to get in to do the live stream and yeah. a two-hour did live stream or whatever. So I, I feel back to towards normal. Mm. But the big thing was on the plane, watch that movie, Her, mm-hmm. and it, at the end there, there's a part where Amy Adams, who I didn't realize was in this movie, talked about like just trying to be find joy in life and just she's just gonna focus on having a joyful life and, that, and i was like that's good fucking advice because before this in the airport brian albert mm-hmm. damon and i were talking to warren price and we i was upset that warren had found the secret of life and not told us yeah because warren price is the happiest I yeah, guy i don't know if ever. you know warren price but yeah he's never I've met him a few I've, times yeah, yeah he's, he's ever been in a bad mood he's the, i mean i and it's one of those things i you know damon and i we've been together a long time hetero life mates for seven years now going on more than i guess is what i mean going on eight wow that's a long time yeah. i've known you a long time yeah he's old you. I love you. Well, that's true, too. Thanks for saying that. But, I mean, Damon, I've seen Damon in bad moods for sure. Damon's seen me in bad moods for sure. Uh, Warren, I, I went to Japan with for, and, and, like, people are getting cranky. They're tired. You're on vacation. You know how it goes. You're sure. walking too much. There's, like, an argument over where you're going to eat or something. Warren was <laughs> grinning like an idiot just the whole time. Hey, just dancing around. <laughs> going to maid cafes. Having fantastic adventures. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to be that happy. <laughs> and so I, I, I'm, I, that's what I saw that part in the movie. And I'm like, that's a good point. I'm just going to focus on making decisions that make me joyful and happy. Well, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's really good advice. I'm going to do it. Thanks, Amy Adams. Everybody should stay laser-focused on their own happiness. That's, yeah. that's my general advice, too. Is that, your, is that a every, Damon Hatfield quote? Yeah. Let me take a self. Uh, Brian. What's up? Do you prefer headphones or surround sound gaming? Headphones. Do you? But that's just a, so like being courteous in an apartment. Sure. That's oh, true, well, too. But that's, that's not the same thing as what you prefer. Oh. Oh. Oh, look at that. Look at so, that. so you don't have a roommate. So you don't have a roommate. You have your house to yourself. What, how do you play then? Surround sound. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I don't Turn know why. Turn up pretty loud. Yeah, I'd rather, do, I'd rather not use headphones. Yeah, get lost in it. Have it nice and loud. Rattle and thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going to Christine's parents' house this weekend. Mm-hmm. They have an awesome home theater in at the base. Seattle? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So looking forward to watching movies DCO, Crank it up. Yeah. Show her, show her parents what next generation of gaming is all about. What Kill movies are you wanting to watch? I have no idea. I, I I haven't planned that far ahead. I'm just looking forward to watching TV on there. Giant TV. You can watch that True Detective. I just watched that. I watched it too. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah. You're you're ahead of TV usually. Yeah. I usually He's ca- ahead of TV. Up. Yeah. I just watch pretty much everything. That's good. Yeah. I yeah we a couple weekends ago we watched that. Big fans. Okay. Big fans. Uh, and then the final question from Christopher for me goes, Greg, how goes that Persona Four Platinum Pizza bet? If you don't remember, New Year's resolution this year was that I was going to Platinum Persona Four. How could you forget? On Vita. I know. Well, Podcast Beyond fans remember everything. <laughs> then Andrew Goldfarb said, there's no way you'll do that. Bet me a pizza party that, he, that I couldn't a, do oh, it. Oh, a pizza party. So if I win, I join the Persona Platinum party with him and Christine, and we get to go have pizza together. If I don't get it done, then Andrew and Christine eat a pizza in front of me, <laughs> and I can't have any food. Well, Goldfarb's dead, so... Goldfarb is dead to us, but he's back here a lot. Okay. So I imagine he will be back at some point. Uh, it's been going well. I chip away at it. I, you know, that's my main thing. It's a marathon, not a race. I'm not going to burn myself out trying to do it. Because, so you know, Persona's like a million hours, mm. especially to platinum it. But now that Mario Golf's here, trouble has arisen in the fact that that's all I'm pretty much playing, period. Even Titanfall, I didn't turn on last night. Came back from PAX, I'm like, nah, hit the links. See what's I'm really, up. I'm really jealous that you have Mario Golf. And already. see, here's the problem with Mario Golf, is that right now, I'm, you know, I'm just playing single-player stuff. Mm-hmm. And by the time I feel like I'm going to burn out on that, everyone should get it then, and I will have people to play against. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'll play with you, Greg. Yeah, I believe that when I see it. I'm reviewing that. All you're, you say you're reviewing it, but all you do is play PC games. So There's that a, seems like a tr- troublemaker scheme. The embargo comes before Mario Golf. Yeah, okay. Sorry. You always got an, ex- you got an answer War for everything, don't you? I have codes if you want to play with me. No, I don't. I want to play Mario Golf <laughs> with you. David Ryan writes in and says, Beyond. Beyond. 
Dear everybody, I recently platinumed Infamous Second Son to earn my first ever platinum and couldn't help think that even though it was expert difficulty, it wasn't very expert at all. The DUP enemies and bosses felt just as tough as they did the first time around, and the only thing I noticed that was harder was that it took significantly less bullets before Delson was close to death. My question is, do you think game toughness levels are too close to each other these days to appeal to a wider audience, and do you miss soul-crushing difficulty levels of yesteryear? Thanks to Beyond, David Ryan. Nope, I don't miss soul-crushing difficulty levels. Uh, I... I honestly wouldn't know about what the differences are in difficulty levels. I always just play on normal. I don't ever like crank it up and play the expert mode. The only time I ever crank it up is for Platinums. And that's why I did it in Infamous, and that's why I do it in Uncharted. And usually, I I mean, I agree 100% with David. I did not find Infamous Expert different at all, except for, yeah, you got got hurt way quicker, and it took a little bit longer, it felt like, to drain smoke. So there's more. Mainly, upping the difficulty only ups my frustration, it seems like. It's not like I feel like, oh, man, I've overcome something. It's just like there's more points where I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck off! I'm killing you! Heal! Heal! What are you doing? God damn it. Yeah. Okay, so don't play Dark Souls. No. Well, I mean, I've played Dark Souls, or not... I mean, I've played Dark Souls and Demon Souls. I haven't touched Dark Souls 2 yet. I get that. Mm-hmm. It, but I, And that's what my main thing is, like, for you, it's not even... For, when you play that, are you playing it on the hardest difficulty? That's not a thing. There's just one difficulty. Okay. But uh, my, good, my example of, like, the best difficulties in games would be Halo. Maybe even just like Halo Combat Evolved. Okay. Like easy, you can just run through that. Sure. And do whatever you want. And on Legendary, it's not only are they just tougher, they have more like health and, and do more damage, but they're they're smarter. And that's something I always enjoyed. If it's just difficulty where everyone's doing the same thing, there's the same enemies, but they're stronger and like you're weaker. Yeah. That's I'm not really getting anything out of that. You like them smarter. Yeah. Smarter is better. Um, but also in Dark Souls, they have this neat thing where you know your bonfires are your checkpoints, right? You can burn this bonfire aesthetic and then all the enemies in the area are as strong as they would be on your next new game plus in your current game just i like seeing neat ways of like right you know tweaking with difficulty like see and that that's an interesting point because like in arkham city i beat it and then started new game plus and loved new game plus and beat it and it was one of those things where the the enemies were smarter and they didn't uh put the thing over their head when they were about to strike you had to time it with them so Mm -hmm. you felt i felt more like batman playing that but you already have all your I had a bunch of upgrades. I had a bunch of upgrades. Yeah, yeah. So that felt good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't miss like I don't miss NES games that were so tough you couldn't play. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, fuck. This. Did you ever? I, don't, I need a game. Genie. I don't play games for a challenge. I play games to have fun. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to get lost in the experience. I remember when you did the Dead Space Two review. Mm-hmm. You were going to go back and do that mode where you have like five saves or something. Right. You, you, yeah, you, you had three saves. You got to save three times to get the tro- trophy. I started it and I started it where because like I played Dead Space Two when I was. Uh, it was like during a Christmas break when no one was here. Me and Hillary came in every day and did stuff. And him and Colin wanted to play board games one day. Uh, but no, I came in and I did it and I got like four hours in and died. And it was like, well, now you got. I'm like, nope. I just so not, you did I'm do not the four hours over because you didn't yeah. save. Yeah. And, and I was like, like no, I'm not going to do this. Sorry. Like, it's just like that was one of the times you had to wake away the, uh, no, I'd rather spend four hours doing something else than replaying the same section sure. that I've already played a few times. You should Good talk, that, though. Coward. That's not very nice. Cowardly Brian, that's what I call it. That's me. Yep. Aaron writes in and says, with the huge success of competitive shooters on next gen, dot, 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 why aren't they a bigger part of the conversation on Beyond? I remember one guest saying that Battlefield and Call of Duty Ghosts only differ by Battlefield's vehicles. Awah! Thanks and Beyond. Aaron, they aren't talked about on Podcast Beyond because historically we don't give a shit about them. You know what I mean? Like... It's one of those things I love. I love uh, Titanfall, right? So I talk a lot about Titanfall, but I that was just something that caught me and hooked me and got me going. Podcast Beyond and most of the stuff here on IGN, GameScoop, everything else we do, right, is driven by our passion for games. And mm-hmm. so if we're not passionate about something, why would we come out and start talking about something that clearly you are way in, more into than we are, right? Like we, that, the reason we talk about Persona so much on this thing, right, is that we like JRPGs. So that in like our audience likes JRPGs. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of questions about JRPGs. When we get questions about Call of Duty, I look around who's being on the show, and Scott Lowe isn't here, so no, not sure. Okay. Happen. I think maybe with this rotating third cast member, sure, that could be a thing when the bigger games come out. Mm-hmm. You have someone, you have Scott on, Alfredo, whatever. Yeah, we try to do that. Uh, you know, when a big review happens, mm-hmm. right? To have that person on. That's why you're here to talk about this goddamn Vikings game or whatever the hell you're. <laughs> what are you playing? We're not talking about that. We're not going to talk about that one. That's one to pass. We don't want that to make the jump from Steam to PS4. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't worry we about it right now. Yeah, it's a fine line yeah. to walk, Damon. What what do we love? What do we like? You have to. I mean, being video game journalists, right? Hosts yeah. all these things. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I host IGN News. If there's a news story about Call of Duty, I'm totally going to report that. But when it comes to my talk show that I that I <laughs> that I curate the topics for, yeah. like I just I don't have anything 
much to say about you Call pick, of Duty. I like I like following the big the phenomenon of Call of Duty. I like following what the new games are every year, how well they're performing, how well it's performing against competitors. I like all of that. But you talk about like when you get into the nitty gritty of the game. I don't play the game. Yeah, I can't talk about kill streaks and perks and all that stuff. Right, 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 right. right. What was your favorite loadout? Nope. Yeah, but we know. do have people around the office who are knowledgeable on. You can find pretty much someone who likes every kind right. of game around yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Though, and that's what I wanted to stress to our friend Aaron here, like, is the fact that, that that content exists on IGN. You can go watch Bobby's videos. You can go watch Alfredo do Let's Plays. You can go listen to Tech Fetish when Scott will talk about it or when he does something else on his own when he Twitch streams, right? Like, there are people here that are those voices, but no, they're not necessarily on the Podcast Beyond panel. And so there you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day, if you care enough, there'll be a first-person shooter podcast. But I doubt it. I doubt it. You want to go? I doubt it. I, doubt I bet it. there are a bunch of first-person shooter podcasts out there. You should go look. They're probably on your favorite iTunes of choice. Favorite iTunes of choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even know. Some kid was at, yelling at me about Android podcasts at the uh, uh, GameScoot panel or whatever. Like at the end podcast of about Android. He's like, doesn't the, uh, why doesn't the show show up the right way on Android? I'm like, dude, I've never even. Seen. He's like, I don't even know what. What do you even download? How do you download things to Android? I don't even know. I got an Android one time, and I was like, hey, <laughs> my, one of my friends was like an Android evangelist i'm like how do i get a podcast and he's like oh it's this crazy it's like you and pc games yeah yeah I'm like i don't i don't need that nope done nope, sold it back you're didn't, out didn't we use an android <laughs> phone one time for a live stream yes like we had to and yes i was it was a nightmare <laughs> it was a living nightmare <laughs> well because it's just like none of us knew how to do anything yeah. on the phone you know pain in the butt uh ethan writes in wanting to be hit of the week he says beyond Beyond. I'm going to pick up Borderlands 2 Game of the Year Edition and would like to, you guys to give me a shout-out to whomever wants to play Borderlands 2 from the beginning with me. My PSN name is Beanie underscore Swag 42. That's Beanie underscore Swag 42. And then he, Ethan chimes in with, why won't they let us change our names? Frowny, <laughs> frowny emoticon. So if you want to play Borderlands or just make a friend, make sure you hit up Beanie underscore Swag 42. Say Beyond to him. Beyond. That's how it works. Not you. I meant the people. I'll say, I'll say Beyond to him. You're never going to. You will never PSN message Beanie underscore swag. I'll be friends with him. He might now. No, he won't. Look at him. He's, he's not going to do anything. Look I'll do him. it. He'll leave this room and he'll yeah, forget all about it. Add but, me, the dark albino. Oh, there you go. That's a good That's plug me. for yourself. Yeah. Now, now you're going to blow up. I already got a bunch of friends on Twitter. They're like, play these games with me. I'm like, sorry. Nope. Dota. It isn't Dota. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to lose your mind when Dota comes to the PlayStation 4? If Dota came to consoles and worked well, yeah. as well. Yes, be I would, it would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Podcast Beyond IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Remember, you can get the MP3 every Tuesday. You can get the video version every Wednesday over at IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN, and the IGN PlayStation 4 app, which I like a lot. Cause it's I like cool it a lot, too. too. Yeah. Very slick. Also, uh-huh. the Android app looks good now. Oh, right. They fixed the Android app for the, the mobile old, devices. We were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. About that. yeah, yeah. Good point. Good it looks point. nice. It looks like the iPhone version now. Yeah, exactly, which was really slick. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, you should keep track of everything we're doing. Go to IGN.com, read the articles, watch the videos, download the PlayStation 4 app, then follow us all on Twitter. IGN is IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Dame Zero is Damon Hatfield. Spell out zero. Well, it's, spell, it's my Twitter handle is Dame Zero. Yeah. D-A-E-M-Z-E-R-O. There you go. And then Prince Albert, Pr- Brian... Prince Strong Brian Prince Albert <laughs> is Albino Albert on Twitter. Albino Albert. Yeah, I don't. We'll keep working on that. You don't want. You, I think, it's a I work think, in progress. I think yeah. your I think your nickname should just be a train wreck every time. Strong your, Albino Brian. Your nickname is in early access right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remove the beta tag at some point. Yeah, but my name is Thomas. If that helps anyone. Work oh, something. Thomas the Tank Engine. Brian Albert Brian the, the Tank, tank engine. engine. Brian the Tank Engine. No, Damon no, doesn't. No, still got to work on We're it. working on it. All right, cool. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, every podcast beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up, where you submit a song and we play it for you. Send them to beyond at IGN.com, just like you can your questions. This week, it comes from Jack, a.k.a. Ico the Rain Man. Just got my platinum in Persona 4, which happens to be my first platinum ever. Big smiley face. Congrats. Emoticon. Congrats. Good job. That's a great one. You've beaten me. You can come to the pizza party, whether I'm eating pizza or not. <laughs> I'm a hip-hop artist. In South Florida, this song I am sending over to you is called Wolf vs. Goblin, produced by my best friend Eric Miles. I really like that name. It is off of my experimental hip-hop album, Attack of the Rain Man, available on iTunes. Enjoy. Well, Jack, I did enjoy it, so I'm happy to play it here. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go download Attack of the Rain Man. Rain, no, the Rain Man, not the Ray Man. That'd be a great, that'd be a great <laughs> one Attack too. Ubisoft would immediately sue you, but mm-hmm. that's a great title too. Attack of the Rain Man can be found on the iTunes. Go get it there. Right now, though, here's Wolf versus Goblin. Beyond, beyond, beyond. So this is Doom. 
that I dropped the bomb predicted one day I would formulate the Decepticons I'm an asshole but the greatest you will never be try to formulate success success is just a chosen breed <laughs> a stupid ideas and gimmicks stupid shitty song that shitty artists try to mimic that's why I, I predicted your downfall consistent with everything you try to claim is inconsistent my distance there ain't no way for you to measure me I'm everything your mama hopes you ever be in evermore providing me my pen and pad my shield and sword you don't really wanna go to war with the god of war fantastic I should change my name to number four homie I'm fantastic I should change my name to number four the best type of depression is the one of wanting change so I locked myself inside a little room and went insane I had to rearrange my name the rain man a hurricane so go ahead and get with me I spit crack like Whitney when you're drowning in my rain I'm sure you're bound to go and get tipsy so I cut them up and then split them roll them up and then fill them just like these little dutchies getting see smoked up and get ripped up hiccup pick up you see I'm drowning in my liquor it's probably why I'm always getting sicker watch me with her watch me with her watch me go and fade away watch me turn the darkness to the brightest hey, yo my evidence is excellence focus on my green zombie presidents yo my element is heaven sin now what your preference is I kill the beat with every letter in my sentences okay <laughs> oh listen oh yeah oh yeah that was Record that shit. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Hello, Halber Stram. Nice tie. How the hell are you? Alan has mistaken me for this dickhead, Marcus Halberstram. It seems logical because Marcus also works at PNP and in fact does the same exact thing I do. He also has a pension for Valentino's suits and Oliver Peoples' glasses. Marcus and I even go to the same barber. Although I have a slightly better haircut. New card. What do you think? Whoa. Very nice. Look at that. Picked them up from the printers yesterday. Good coloring. That's bone. And the lettering is something called Cillian Rail. It's very cool, Bateman, but that's nothing. Look at this. That is really nice. Eggshell with Romalian type. What do you think? Nice. Jesus. That is really super. How do nitwit like you get so tasteful? I can't believe that Bryce prefers Van Patten's card to mine. But wait. You ain't seen nothing yet. Raised lettering. Pale Nimbus. White. Impressive. Very nice. Mm. Let's see Paul Allen's card. Subtle off-white coloring. A tasteful thickness of it. Oh my god. It even has a watermark. Something wrong? Patrick? You're sweating. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.